Hi, and welcome to All Things Cozy with Matt and Jillian, a bi-weekly podcast about everything that is warm, soft, and comforting. And cozy. Um, and cozy. <laughs> yeah, it's in the title. Uh, today, we are joined by Jeff McCran. Hello. Thank Hi. you for Thank you for joining us today. I put out an all points bulletin for somebody who please liked cooking, had something to say about Thanksgiving, and he was gracious enough to lend his services to us today. I have something to say about Thanksgiving. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm glad you do, because honestly, I think it might be my, on the totem pole of Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas, it might be the bottom of that for me. <gasps> really? Yeah. Actually, I love it. I mean, I, it's at the, yeah. It's is a, it the top for you? No. <laughs> <laughs> is it the top for anybody? But like, let's let's elevate it. Let's bring it up. Okay, we're gonna oh. we're going to lift up Thanksgiving today, and yeah. we're gonna start by honoring a Thanksgiving tradition of actually sharing what we're thankful for, instead of releasing our resentments. We're going to keep. We're not even gonna bring any resentments in today. Mm-mm. Just pure positivity and being grateful. So, I still have to have a sound <laughs> for everything. So I, there's a turkey gobble there for. <laughs> For giving thanks, Jillian. I always, oh, I always turn to you. I know. I, I always wait for it because I'm like, oh wow, it's Jillian. <laughs> Who's it gonna be? It's like a Russian Jillian's roulette. Jillian's up to bat. Jillian. Um, um, Jillian, what are you thankful for? Well, let me just start off by saying that I actually prefer Thanksgiving over Christmas. Because wow. It's the like, least fired. stressful holiday in my mind. You have to prepare a co- costume. You don't have to buy gifts. It's just going and That's eating true. food yeah, yeah. and hanging out. So I actually really enjoy it. That being said. Um, let's see my, I'm grateful for my girlfriend. I'm grateful for the fact that my life hasn't completely fallen apart in my 28 years. (laughs) I'm keeping it together. So that's good. Especially in 2017, I'm holding it down. So that's good. Um, obviously my family and my cute little pets, which we did a podcast on. That's wonderful. Yeah. It's always good to have perspective. Yeah. (laughs) Put it into a national context. Yes. I'm thankful for, first, I mean, obviously my family, my boyfriend, they're very mm-hmm. supportive and I, I don't know what I'd do without them. And also our listeners who oh, are so yeah. wonderful and all the sweet things them. that you share with us, it it's, makes it worth it. Mm-hmm. And I guess in, in addition to all of that, Hallmark Channel original movies, mm-hmm. which I've been consuming the Fall Harvest movies like it's my job. I've been writing about them like it's my job. No one's paying me, but I'm reviewing all of them. And they're just delightful. They're very easy to watch. Love it. That's what I'm thankful for this year. Nice. Those are good things. Jeff, what are you thankful for? This is a little consumerist, but I'm thankful for Target. Oh. (laughs) I -hmm. like, like, if, you know, the world's just a little too much, Mm -hmm. you can just get in the car and go to Target and walk around. And, Mm -hmm. like, whether it's you need some toothpaste or you want to get a big light-up pumpkin... It's there. You it's don't everything. have to worry about and it. It's always there. Campbell soup. Mm-hmm. They got a whole it's aisle. Got it all. Uh huh. Alcohol in California. They have lots of booze now. Yeah, I don't know if they have alcohol on the East Coast and Targets. But we're on the West Coast, so, so we're that's good. All that matters. We're covered. I, I totally agree. Target is maybe my top cozy place, mm-hmm. and my boyfriend hates it. Oh really? But I love it. I, I would. I used to go there on my own. I would just like decide, mm-hmm. like you know what, I'm bored. I'm gonna go to Target. Yeah, and I just. Because they refresh everything so frequently. So I can check out whatever seasonal items they have. I can go to the candle aisle. They used to have a lot more sales on candles. Their I candles will say have downgraded a something bit. Happened. They're something happened. Something happened. Super expensive. They used to have Yankee candles and they don't anymore. Right. And mm-hmm. they used to have a lot of, I guess, 
let's say bottom shelf brands, mm-hmm. but they were budget. And now you go there, it's like I don't want to spend fifteen dollars on this little candle. No, and the thing is, you can get a good candle from Michaels. Yeah, mm-hmm. you don't have to spend. You don't have to go crazy on candles. It's a hot tip. Mm-hmm. You just flip the label over or Marshalls. Mm-hmm. Oh, Marshalls is a secret. Yeah, Marshalls mm-hmm. is where you should go. Although I was just in a Marshalls looking through candles. And there's an overwhelming scent of all the candles they had together. It just smelled like a an armpit. Mm-hmm. What? It smelled like all together. It smelled like bo. That's not very. Crazy. They have a, I don't whatever combination of fragrances they sell. It creates that order odor. And it was so it was hard for me to pick a candle from there because it all felt like trash. Well, you have to be a pro shopper. You have to really yeah. be able to like weed through. Because also at my Marshalls, there's always a lot of elbow. Like people get aggressive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're always trying to get the best deal, so everyone's wow. in your space. Yeah, it's like a Chinatown swap meet. <laughs> so you have to get very focused, and you have to know what you're there for. And like in the candle sense, you can tell. You can tell if like, yeah. that's a junk one. Mm-hmm. There's a good one. Let me see that. Right. But yeah, you have to be in that headspace. Yeah. Same thing with their decorations, because some <laughs> decorations are adorable, mm-hmm. and some are no one has any business selling this. This should be out by the dumpster. It's actually, they're a actually lot of them are broken. Yeah. They're broken. <laughs> yeah. And yet they're selling it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah. didn't mean to drag Marshalls. We're thankful for Marshalls. No, Marshalls, too. we're grateful for you. We're There's grateful. underwear there that you can get. It's great underwear yeah. at a good price. You just have to be diligent. Blankets. You can get a great blanket at Marshalls. Really? Mm hmm. Well, th- that is a, a tip that we are all grateful for. Yeah. Good hot tip. A cozy blanket. What are some other cozy locations that we have this week? Jillian, do you want to oh, go? Oh, sure. I, I'm. I'm uh, <laughs> I'm always putting you on the spot. Okay. Um, my cozy location is Montauk. Um, oh. We would always, my mom and my dad and, and my two sisters and I would always go to Montauk in the fall, which is actually a really cozy time to go because it's off season. And it's really, the it's I just like beaches in the fall or winter. Mm-hmm. And so we'd always get seafood, lobsters, and then we also go pumpkin picking around there. And it's just, it can be very... Really, isolated during that time since since it is off season i always find kind of um underpopulated places cozy mm-hmm. it was just always really nice um and with my mom's really funny now because um she's always complaining about the people in the city now taking over montauk and she's like coming in their limos and i'm like i don't know if they're all <laughs> coming in their, their limos she sounds like she's in a cozy mystery I, that's what i was thinking she was talking to me um on the phone the other night she's like we used to get uh, the the rental for 200 dollars for a whole entire weekend now all these people from the city are coming in with their limos taking over like, isn't she from the city um no she my dad and mom are both born in long island but mm-hmm. they lived in the city for a while when i always dad... think of long island as basically new york i mean oh i mean it's connected yeah. brooklyn's on the island but you know still she all people know their limos i think yeah a lot of people go out there apple picking now and like they'll get really boozy and like they'll take like a they'll get a city car. people yeah the house scruples the real housewives yeah yeah oh my god oh i would i really would die if there's a real house on long island i would (sighs) give it a minute (laughs) jillian's reclaimed yeah so anyways montauk i love it i always think of eternal sunshine of the spotless mind Mm -hmm. yeah when i hear that that's my only context for that location yeah beaches in the winter are just really cozy in my i can i can see kate winslet running on a montauk beach right Mm -hmm. now it's a nice image with some dyed hair a different color yeah. to help us track the plot. Yeah. My cozy location 
is the Chicago Diner. And the reason I picked it is because... So Chicago Diner is a vegan restaurant in Chicago. Mm -hmm. And every Thanksgiving, they do a whole Thanksgiving vegan package. And you get a vegan turkey and potatoes and gravy. Mm. And I don't always do it, but there are some years that if I'm home for Thanksgiving... I'll splurge and we'll pick that up like the day before. And that's my, because I'm, I'm a vegetarian, that's my turkey while everyone's eating real turkey. Yeah, that's great. And so it's a, it's a nice presentation and it's a mm-hmm. good little place to, if you are a vegan to in, in you're in Chicago, to have a cozy Thanksgiving. It's also in and of itself a really cozy place. Actually, our guest is drinking out of a Chicago diner mug. Oh. It's a place I, I used to go to a lot when I lived there. Just really great vegan comfort food, like Rubens and burgers. No, that's it's not healthy at all. It's it's the opposite approach to most LA vegan restaurants, which go out of like the clean eat, clean eating place. Mm-hmm. But it's Chicago, so everything's just completely greasy, which Heavy. is great. That's great though, but it's vegan. It may as well be salad, even if it's mashed potatoes. <laughs> That's right. It'll still give you a heart attack, but you'll you can yeah. maybe think it's a little healthier than a real Ruben. Mm-hmm. And the diner's been around for a long time, right? Yeah. yeah. Since 1983. Since 83. Meat free since 83, says the mug. I'll have to check it out next time I'm in town. We used to have a place like that in New York, Veg City Diner. Mm. And it's gone now. Sad. That is sad. But I was obsessed with it. And it was all vegetarian, fake meat products, but diner food. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Coming, like growing up as a vegetarian, I became a vegetarian when I was 19. Mm-hmm. And then it... Vegan and vegetarian restaurants were rarer. Mm-hmm. And so you had fewer options. When you would go to a restaurant, the menu was more limited in terms of what you could order. Mm-hmm. And now I'm, as an adult, purely overwhelmed by all the options I have for restaurants. The menus mm-hmm. are extremely intimidating now. I can go mm-hmm. in almost any restaurant and they have like six vegetarian options. Jackfruit. It's jackfruit. Oh, jackfruit Explosion. everywhere. Rise up, yes. jackfruit. Yeah, <laughs> jackfruit. That is that is taking over the town. <laughs> so yeah, it's a good thing. But I kind of I kind of miss not having a lot of options. And so <laughs> back then, Chicago Diner was it, and you had to go there. So um, and it still is it. If it is still it, I don't know. Well, insert Simpsons quote. Jeff, what is your cozy location this week? Well, we don't really have seasons out here. Spoiler, mm-hmm. in California. So I like to go. It's not just a cozy location, but it's also a time capsule, which I guess makes it even cozier. Mm. I like to go, it's about a 35, 40 minute drive from here to Simi Valley. Mm. And in Simi Valley, you can go to the house where they shot Poltergeist. Oh. And it looks exactly as it did in 1981. Cool. Like the whole neighborhood. It literally, it's like you were all of a sudden you take a turn and it's, you know, Simi Valley. It's the valley. It's still on that burial ground. Mm-hmm. They didn't move the bodies. Oh my god! Just the headstones. But you turn and you're in a Spielberg movie in the '80s. That's and it's, really cool. It's like you're just in a time capsule, and because you're in Simi Valley, you can just go stop at a chain restaurant on the way back. That's great. So that's like a cozy day. That and is a especially good this time too. of year. It feels a little autumnal, even though it's 90 degrees. Oh, I know. But just the if you were to take a picture, you'd think you were in, you know, Iowa. In November. Well, if anyone's <laughs> yeah. cozy listeners are coming out to town, that's a yeah, make a, good trip a, cozy, take. a cozy day trip for you. Yeah. It's an easy Google. You just go Poltergeist House and Google, and it'll come right up with the address. And the people have been there since they shot the movie. So they're wow. very gracious about people taking pictures or just staring. Do a lot of people drive by or stop by, you think? 
I've never seen other people when I go, which is probably part of why I like it too. Yeah. <laughs> Less people, the better. I mean, it's, it's pretty, you're a committed mm-hmm. nerd to want to schlep out to the poltergeist house, but I love it and I feel cozy. And then I get to go to a fun restaurant. We don't really have chain restaurants in LA no. proper. Nope. So, you know, just go get some macaroni grill. <laughs> I like, I love chain restaurants yeah. actually. They are very cozy. It's a treat. And another thing, it's like a time capsule. Yeah. It's comforting. You know what you're getting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we want to know. No yeah. surprises. Which brings us to a holiday that is no surprise every year. Mm. We know when it's coming. Thanksgiving. Gobble, gobble. Oh, damn it. I forgot the fireplace sound for the cozy locations. I always feel like, I always imagine our listeners are avid ASMR people and will get mad if I don't play every single sound effect. Okay. Well, that could be the intro to Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. A hearth. There you go. Mm -hmm. Hearth and home. So let's just start there. What does Thanksgiving look like for you? When you go when you go home or where, wherever you spend Thanksgiving, I guess home. Right, we're, we're wanna, going clockwise. I'm not. I'm not calling out names. <laughs> I'm just going to see where what happens. Okay. Everyone looked to Jillian. I know. Um, we well, all want to hear from you first. I guess my Thanksgiving's a little bit interesting because for a while, like no one in my family really likes turkey, so we all we love seafood, so mm-hmm. we just have salmon instead oh my of God. turkey. Sometimes we just get takeout. Um, it's always a wild card scenario, but. Um, I know my mom makes choice baked potatoes, which I love. Oh, those are um, great. So good. She's a really good cozy cook. I think she excels in cozy cooking, I'd say. Um, and she always makes this Oreo pie, <gasps> which is really good. I love that. Um, and then also just now I go to Thanksgiving at my dad's in North Carolina. So we just go to an Asian restaurant because we both love Asian food a lot. So it's never like a traditional Thanksgiving for me. How about you, Jeff? I was thinking about this on the way here. I think part of why Thanksgiving's rad is because, you know, with Halloween, you put out pumpkins and you decorate with spider webs and, you know, the whole caboodle Mm -hmm. sound effects. And then Christmas is obviously a whole thing of its own, trees and garland and lights. With Thanksgiving, food is the decoration. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's just lots of it. It's true. At least I grew up like a small family. It was just me and my mom. And she would compensate by just cooking for 20 people. It was like Aww, her own sort of sweet. weird illness. And she was super quirky, but that was one of the better sides of being quirky. Which yeah. is just like huge spread. And so I've sort of taken that on as my own tradition. Mind you, like on Thanksgiving night, me and my friends will just go to a restaurant on the west side. We'll go out by the ocean and sort of cast our dreams out to the sea or like gratitude. That's a cute tradition. Yeah, Yeah, it's it's neat. And we don't have to worry about thing. But unfortunately, my weird illness means that I still cook a whole spread that I'll just have in the house that week. Well, leftovers. I like the smell. Yeah, I want the leftovers. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's something about you want to taste those foods on Mm -hmm. that day. Yeah. And that's that's what I'm craving around that time. Yeah. Potatoes. Exactly. Uh, What about you, Matt? For me... Thanksgiving has gotten smaller and smaller as our family has sort of splintered off into, it used to be when my grandparents were still alive, like everyone would kind of go underneath that umbrella. And so, you know, it'd be all my aunts and uncles and then us and I'd have my cousins there and the grandparents and it'd Mm -hmm. be larger. Mm -hmm. But then basically once all my aunts and uncles became grandparents themselves, they started having their own Thanksgiving with their family. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. 
And so now it's gotten increasingly smaller. So now it's basically just sometimes it's I'll have Thanksgiving with my with my mom and my aunt and then the cousins that come with that. <laughs> um, yeah. And so it, that's like the largest it will get these days. But yeah, I, I think other than that, like pretty traditional, like turkey, casseroles, pumpkin pie. I love like, a casserole. Some, yeah, I think that's pretty much it. Like it's, it's a stuffing. Yeah, pre-standard. Um, it's very, it's very Martha Stewart mm-hmm. <laughs> standard Thanksgiving fare. Which actually, it's interesting with the fish. Are there any things that you think are not allowed on Thanksgiving in terms of food? Do you think anything goes? Or do you have limits on what types of food you'll serve? I think it's an anything goes. Maybe I just, because my family does such weird things. I don't know, maybe I'm just, I think anything goes. Yeah. But I think, well, my one friend, um, she was... Her family's in Chicago. Mm-hmm. And so she came from, we're in school in Boston. She came to my house on Long Island for Thanksgiving. And she was very stunned to see salmon as the centerpiece, yeah. which I guess, yeah, I think it's a little bit surprising to some people, but we just don't like turkey. I think a lot of people don't really like turkey very much. No, one of the recipes I brought was a stuffed lobster. That's very festive. Well, I'm mm. very excited. For that. <laughs> that sounds good. Yeah. And not everyone likes turkey. I make it every year. I actually don't eat meat, but mm-hmm. I'll make a turkey just to have it in the really? house. Really? Uh huh. Who eats it? Like I'll give it to friends, or I'll make sandwiches, and I'll like I'll I'll make an exception for turkey. Like mm-hmm. once a year, I'll be like, oh, I'll, I'll try it. I'll take, yeah. try yeah. a bite, and it's like, okay, cool. I got my fill. Yeah, your I'm friends good. probably appreciate it. That's mm-hmm. very sweet. I and it just do the same so thing, good. honestly, and it, a little bit. Like I'll have like a little taste uh-huh. just to remind myself that I don't care about it. Yeah, I'm not a meat. I'm person. not missing it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And turkeys are mean, so I don't feel bad. <laughs> like I, I like on the on the spectrum of animals, like I don't want. I'll never eat a pig. I'll never eat a cow. Like mm-hmm. that's not interesting to me. <laughs> there they are, though. Look at that. Probably attacking you're pissing someone. off the turkeys. Yeah, yeah taunting you. Mm-hmm, they're mean. <laughs> they <laughs> just are. if you don't believe me, YouTube like mean turkeys, and you'll see hundreds of videos of turkeys just attacking children. Hmm. They're vicious. So even the ones that the White House pardons. Oh boy. <laughs> they I always they're always that. repeat offenders. It was always wind up right back in turkey jail. That's mm-hmm. the last thing you need to think about Donald Trump waving a turkey <laughs> around. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I holding it by the neck, <laughs> shaking it. I mean, yeah. Oh. Throwing it at people. <laughs> so, yeah, but speaking of, you mentioned Martha Stewart. And oh. Martha has the best turkey recipe. So, what makes it the best? I'm not a Martha acolyte, actually. I'm not, I don't really care for her. I think she's a little cold. She's not really like, I don't think she's worried about what I'm doing. <laughs> uh, where there's, there's some people who are like, you know, they want to make sure you have a good holiday. Rachel, I, I feel like Ina Garden's like that. Ina, you know, she, she'll come over if she if would. If there's a problem, Ina will be like, let me see what you're doing wrong. I'm, I'm on my way. Mm-hmm. Whereas Martha doesn't actually want you to have a good Thanksgiving because then that would give her, that would mean hers is less good. Oh, good but point. her turkey is actually, she calls it perfect roast turkey. Oh. So she knows it's good. It's perfect. Yeah. Um, the trick is you have to use a cheesecloth. Oh, that means you, sorry. No, it's, it's real. Cheesecloth. Yes. I, I love the things that make you swear, Jillian. Well, <laughs> cheesecloth sets you off. I had to go and hunt of a cheesecloth once, and it's just difficult. For a turkey? Well, I, oh, God, I don't even remember what it was for, but it's kind of difficult to use, but go ahead, go on. You, you, don't get her started on cheesecloth. I never figured, I don't think my mom, God bless her, she never figured out how to negotiate a turkey, mm-hmm. but then I found this recipe, and I'll, this is another controversial statement I'll make. I prefer a frozen turkey. 
You know, now, now that we can get a lot of great holistic organic meats, you can get a fresh one. I think part of me not eating meat, it freaks me out that it's so, it feels like a body. Mm. Whereas the mm-hmm. frozen turkey just is like the thing. That's a, yeah. It's that's like, a it point. doesn't really feel like you're cooking yeah. an animal. Mm-hmm. It's already like packaged. It's ready. You just take the plastic off. Mm-hmm. That's you, a good perspective. Yeah. You don't feel like, oh, this was, here was its head. Mm-hmm. But then once I found this recipe, it really does come out like a picture every time. Oh. And so it just all of a sudden, and, it, and it's moist. Nice. It's a perfect turkey. She's not lying. Perfect roast turkey. Wait, so does the cheesecloth keep it moist? Yes, or? I think that's part of it. She, uh, brining is another thing I would mention in passing. I was going to ask, do you brine? I think brining is a mate. Everyone's making it up. If anyone says they know what they're talking about with really? brining, I think everyone does it differently. Like for me, it's just like getting some sage or getting some rosemary mm-hmm. and throwing it on the turkey. <laughs> I'll like get a trash bag and like put the turkey in the mm-hmm. trash bag and then put it sort of like in the juices. So it's like mm. salt water and whatever, like garlic, just intense spices and sort of leaving it in the fridge in this trash bag. Mm. <laughs> so it's sort of soaking in. Then you just rinse it off. So brining's basically just... Salt water. It, it's essentially adding flavors. Mm-hmm. Your, okay, got it. But do you need to? I don't know, maybe. Yeah, well, it seems like it's going well for you. People love it. Well, I think the secret is the cheesecloth. That's what makes it go so well. So you get a bowl... And in the bowl, you put a bottle of wine, white oh, wine, okay. and a stick of soft butter. Mm-hmm. And then I'll throw some like rosemary or thyme, and salt and pepper. Mm. And then you put the cheesecloth in it and put that on the turkey when you're putting it in the oven. Like mm. just a, a, wet, a wet coat for the turkey. <laughs> and then you, you cook it like normal. And then every hour you put a bunch more of this wine and butter mixture on top of it. So by the end, like, I'll, you know, normally. I'm jealous put, of the turkey. Yeah, it's yeah. getting a I want, I want someone to pour wine and butter mixture on me every <laughs> so hour. Your next episode, I'll brain you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, so then by the end, and then you take the cheesecloth off the last hour. So it just cooks with all this thick butter wine on its skin mm-hmm. so it just looks golden brown and perfect you don't even need to eat it you just put it out as a decoration that sounds amazing mm-hmm. yeah i like i like you said you don't even eat turkey neither yeah. do i but it that makes it sound delicious it's, it's like how when you know they're staging homes to buy they'll bake cookies mm-hmm. it's just will make the house feel like thanksgiving it's mm-hmm. a it's a candle that you spend five hours cooking in, <laughs> and it used to be alive <laughs> sounds good mm-hmm Yankee Candle should start marketing turkeys. <laughs> you can just buy. I see that. I feel like we're getting increasingly new scent delivery systems. Those cinnamon brooms are everywhere. I want yeah. to get one. Have you, have you seen those? I see them at Trader Joe's. It, they're out now. Yeah. Do you, have you ever got one? This is a no, perfect I'm, place No, I don't want to get cinnamon everywhere. That's what I'm afraid of. Because <laughs> it'll, it'll fall off the, off the broom. That's true. But I do need... It's not a real broom, I know that, but I do need an outdoor broom. Jillian, you don't like a cinnamon broom. Why not broom? a cinnamon broom? Your whole face shifted. <laughs> I don't know. It just seems like a lot. It can be overpowering, and I like a good cinnamon here and there, but I just don't like when one scent overpowers everything else. Mm-hmm. I like to have an array of scents, so I could give it a whirl. <laughs> we'll see. You can ride it around town. Yeah. Is there a time that you like to have dinner on Thanksgiving? What is what is the typical time that you have it? I don't know. I think I, we have ours typically a little bit later, maybe five or six. I feel like people usually start in the afternoon, mm-hmm. right? You guys yeah. are hip. 
Yeah. Your family was hip. Oh, yeah. Chinese our, our started like, early. Dinner. Yeah, we had like daytime. Yeah. It was what I like about earlier is that you get to revisit the food. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so smart. if you if you have it around, it's like a late lunch for us. Like mm-hmm. I feel like we get there like maybe around one o'clock, mm-hmm. two o'clock mm-hmm. and three o'clock rock. And then we we end up eating dinner. Sorry, lunch, Thanksgiving dinner mm-hmm. and then come back. For the leftovers. At like six. Yeah. <laughs> Although increasingly, like, my family starts putting away the food right after we eat. That's that's a crime. It is a crime. That's, you know what? And it's I get that we're clean and that's nice. So much. Keep it out though. Because people should be able to come back. Oh yeah. Don't apportion the leftover left leftovers. Don't apportion <laughs> the leftovers until we've all had seconds. I enjoy foraging. That's yeah. what I, well, I I like. So they could just put some wrappers over it or put a container on right. it or something and leave it out. Wait, I have one of my one of my recipes on the back. It says quick tips for a perfect soiree. Oh, this soiree. goes into that because I think you've learned when you have guests leave food out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. People shouldn't feel like you know, this yeah. is the Yeah, basically like, get out. It's yeah. stressful. Yeah. <laughs> We're done. For an informal party, keep things simple. Purchase snacks like chips, salsa, nuts, cold cuts, bread, and prepared salads. They're they're your friends. Feed them right. Prepared salads. I don't like a prepared salad because I just equate that with mayonnaise. Well, oh, yeah. Mayonnaise. Well, have you ever been to an event and it's like pass that salad around? We're all gonna <laughs> drink and no eat some salad. No. no, it's always <laughs> finger foods. Um, there's no need to foot the bill for wine as well as food. See, I disagree with that because I think a punch can make a party right. Oh, like great. a punch will just set you right. And if you really love your friends, go in, make a punch. Yeah. yeah. It goes like that. Oh yeah, for sure. Like a punch is a lot of work and it's mm-hmm. gone within like an hour. And then you're yeah. just pouring gin in a like some fruit. <laughs> People mm-hmm. like their drinks to be pre-mixed. Mhm. Takes a lot of the labor out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've been to I feel like a, these days a lot of the parties I go to and I don't go to a lot of them, but the ones I do go to you know, they'll have the mixers out mm-hmm. all together, which is nice. You have a lot of options, but then it's on you to make the drink. Yeah, that's like bottle service. No one actually likes bottle service. And that stresses yeah. me out. It yeah, does. no, it's not, it's not a good drink. No one just wants cranberry vodka. Right. It takes a lot of work. I just want to pick up my drink and go. Yes. So as, as a hostess, you should just make a punch. I have a really good one. It's a lot of fruit. You have to put pineapple in it and raspberries. I didn't even bring this recipe. I'm just doing it from memory. Mm-hmm. A bottle of gin in with uh, raspberries and pineapple. Um, a bunch of lemons and limes and an orange cut up. And then you put some raspberry liqueur, some almond syrup. Like you get it like coffee shops. Oh, yeah. They call mm-hmm. it orgiet. Or yet, I don't know how to pronounce it. <laughs> a little bit of simple syrup, and then a bottle of champagne. Ooh. and it's so good. And it's just that's it. like it's it falls in between Thanksgiving and Christmas. Yeah, it seems like it'd be used interchangeably. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Very nice. That's and, a good tip too. Yeah, and then again, if you know, as the ice runs down and people start drinking, just add another bottle of champagne, mm-hmm. and it'll just be a little fruity mm. treat. Very that's a great festive. Tip. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even when I've gone to uh, friends' places and they just have like. One of our friends like makes like a an hibiscus like vodka drink. It's Ooh. super simple, hmm. um, and she'll just like have a pitcher of it, mm-hmm. and it's amazing. Yeah, I also like to have bowls of snacks mm-hmm. just everywhere. 
yeah. put them in like by the TV. Someone's in the bedroom. Oh, look, there's a bowl of crackers and cheese. So nice. Really? Great host. <laughs> yeah, I want to have a serious conversation, but at the same time, I'm still at a party. I'm going to have a little snack. Yeah. So Jeff, like Jeff is so good at hosting. He brought a pie to us. I know, which really so raises sweet. the bar on guests. Yeah, for I think all that's the cozy. best. Oh, I want to offend any of our ex- previous guests. I know, it's well, one of our best you know what? gifts. They should be. If they should be because they dropped the ball. They oh, didn't bring us pies. When I walked in the house, I saw the pie, and I was like, hmm, "I wonder who that's for." Turns okay. out, it's it for was for me. us. <laughs> yeah, that's right. We gotta be festive. Yeah, I think in California too, because I mean, today it's it's spoiler it's october and it's really hot 93 degrees so it's hard to feel festive it's you hard really to have to tunnel. force it here yeah we can't just put on scarves because well you can but it's not a good time you want to die <laughs> no i felt like i was in a ring of fire yesterday going a pumpkin patch there's no trees it was just i mean the pumpkins are cooking they basically are yeah. i was cooking i have it some nice awful. pumpkins outside and i touched them i'm like oh god are you okay it's really <laughs> and hot. your hand just fell through <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. So, we have other recipes? Oh, yeah, there's lots. I'm not a big dessert. Like, I don't bake well. For me, it's, like, about the turkey. I love to do a green bean casserole. Okay. Oh, I love... My my, my mom makes a mean green bean casserole. <laughs> I think it's just Campbell's Soup's recipe, mm-hmm. but she does it very well. Um, Props to Patty. There's, there's a, like, a hack to the Campbell's Soup recipe. You can cut up some onions and mushrooms and cook them in butter. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And then, like, mix them up with some garlic and salt and pepper. Then you throw the mushroom soup over that. And then you also, the trick is to get fresh green beans and boil them in vegetable stock. Oh. Mm. Mm-hmm. So okay. then you mix all this up. No. The flavor's just, it's a lot. We need to do a cookbook because you have, I think you excel in the details. You have all these little tips and hacks to yeah. really make I mean, the that trick to Thanksgiving great. is just butter. You can't, I, can't I, I am wrong. not, like, I have a hard time, like, I could probably, in California, it's very easy to be vegan, mm-hmm. but I think Thanksgiving, it's even something as simple as stuffing. I always try to do stuffing healthy. I'd always do, like, a wheat bread and lots of mm-hmm. vegetables and, you know, try to keep it, like, vegetable broth instead of butter. Last year, I tried Wonder Bread, mm-hmm. which isn't healthy. Mm-hmm. When, in a day, did we ever buy Wonder Bread? Yeah. It was the best thing. It was like the secret to like all of a sudden like a chime came on and a light came (laughs) through the room uh, and they're just like, oh, I finally figured out stuffing. You can't try to be healthy with it. No. No, I got to treat yourself. It's like one day. Yeah, that's that's why it's called stuffing. Right. (laughs) So good. Do you like raisins in your stuffing? No. No. Do you? I I like, (laughs) if stuffing could be just the bread, I'd be fine with that. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, that's what it is ultimately, but... Really like sweet um, hints in my salty food. Sweet and savory is not for you. I'm just more of a savory kind of lady. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I want chocolate pretzels. That's good. <laughs> One exception. Good. To One the exception. Rule. That's a good exception though. But eh. like I like a kettle corn too. Mm. Yeah, the, the sweet and salty. Mm-hmm. I have a mashed potato recipe that you use. Um, it's normal mashed potatoes. You just boil the potatoes, butter, and milk, and mm-hmm. salt and pepper. But then you add uh, about two and a half cups of shredded manchego cheese. Oh, more, so the more cheese, the better. Sweet. Yeah, Little it's details. Uh huh, and it melts right in, and you don't even like. It's just wow, it's, it pops. Wow, well, we should do. Um, 
We should post some of these recipes oh, on yeah. social media. Like Oh, absolutely. And then share your, when Thanksgiving rolls around, send over some photos. Mm-hmm, of me alone in my apartment <laughs> eating them. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. it'll be like we're all eating Thanksgiving dinner with you. Absolutely. Yeah. Virtually. People want to probably see the finished product. Have yeah. you guys done a cheese ball? No. I've never made one, but I have enjoyed a cheese ball in my time. Yeah, same here. <laughs> I have a recipe. I, it's aspirational. It's printed out. I've never done it. How though. much cheese is involved in a cheese I ball? Think that, I think any recipe with cream cheese freaks me out. Like, I, I, it's one of those, like, it's a little t- even too decadent for me where I'm like, oh, do I really want to, like, commit to the ch- cream cheese? You know, yeah. all of my recipes involve cream cheese. Do they really? That I make. Yeah, well, the I like, I, I like to bake. If I do anything, I mm-hmm. like to bake just because, for me, it's a simpler procedure of you make a batter, more or less, and mm-hmm. then you bake it. And <laughs> there, there's fewer things can go wrong. You have to, there's less sequencing you have to do. Not always, but often, with depending on what you're doing. And so, for example, I'll make a lamb cake for Easter. And that's just basically a pound cake that's in the shape of a lamb. Ooh. It sounds really gross. You just say, I make a lamb cake. Like, I'm, I'm putting pieces of meat into Everybody it. Everybody take a bite. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just, a, it's just like a, a pound cake. And because um, it, it has to be a dense cake for it to uh, stand. Because it's, it's going to have to be this, like a little kneeling mm. lamb. But I make my own like cream cheese frosting on that, <laughs> and so and that's just super delicious. That sounds amazing. And I also my mom makes these amazing cream cheese and chocolate chip cookies. Oh, that sounds good. Which are I'll, I'll share that recipe because mm-hmm. I haven't really seen anyone else do that. Um, so I think I think that needs to get out there. But there, what I love about those cookies the most is that there's even there's not even any effort into making them look like perfect in any way they're just the glob of the mm-hmm. batter with yeah, the great. chocolate chips mm-hmm. they're so lumpy and just cute and cozy and comfy and mm-hmm. they're i made them for a christmas potluck at work last year for mm-hmm. christmas yeah for christmas and they were a hit of course they were but it was it was a it was me all night baking it was not easy i realized like that that one because of the cream cheese and everything i didn't let anything go to room temperature Mm-hmm. So it was me, like, mixing everything that was so hard and, like, basically frozen. And mm-hmm. I'll never do that again. That was really difficult. Yeah. Um, now you made me want to work with cream cheese. <laughs> let me, let me, let me motivate you. Yeah, bring, motivate bring it. Into your I life. think that's, mm-hmm. like, a, a barrier I need to get over. It is really decadent. But I think it makes everything taste amazing. My friend Sarah makes this. Every time I have a holiday party, she'll bring over this dip because I can't even pretend to make this dip. It's one of those big cast iron pans that you can put in the oven mm-hmm. and she makes basically a spinach artichoke dip mm-hmm. and if, i think one of the key ingredients is cream cheese to yes that. and she'll have those crescent rolls are mm-hmm. sort of lining this cast iron dish so you basically use the crescent roll to grab oh, the dip wow. it's never lasts for more than two hours it's great it is so weird that you say that because now i'm realizing i made an artichoke dip for a party that julian and i went to at our friend's place oh, okay yeah and that went so fast and that had a copious amount of cream cheese in it. And now I'm thinking, I need to talk to my mom about just the amount of cream cheese she uses <laughs> in her recipes. Because everything that, or that I enjoy, because everything I've ever asked her for, can I have the recipe to that? It's been a cream cheese-based <laughs> recipe. She loves that cream cheese. Love it. But I think we learned a lesson that everyone does. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. don't be scared of it. So yeah. cheese balls are primarily cream cheese. Yeah. So we'll, we should put up a cheese ball recipe. Yeah. I think people enjoy it when they don't know that it's in there. Mm-hmm. Because once you know it's in there, you realize what you're eating. And you're mm-hmm. like, oh, no. Right. Yep. 
But I just d- don't ask questions. Just, just enjoy it. You yeah. Don't ask what's in a put cookie. it in your yeah. food. I never don't wonder tell what's in something. I just yeah. go for it. Yeah, well, that's healthy. My, my <laughs> mine is meat. I made a, well, supposed to be a low-fat pumpkin cheesecake. Um, I got the recipe from Self Magazine. I just Googled it. Mm-hmm. And it was part cream cheese and also part Greek yogurt. So the Greek yogurt, I think, was supposed to substitute for most of the cream cheese. That tasted really good. But I didn't know they had to put cheesecakes in baths. <laughs> I, I, yeah. Yes. Well, like when I saw, I was like, okay, making it. And I was, everything was going really well. It's like, okay, now put your cheesecake in a bath. And I, I, I was saying, what the this, hell? This feels like it's so... going to turn into an Amelia Bedelia situation. I, I basically am Amelia Bedelia because I actually had to scrap the recipe because I screwed it up. I had to start all over again with this stupid bath. And then I had got a special cheesecake pan, which I didn't even know there were special mm-hmm. cheesecake pans. It snaps open and yeah. extends. Well, the batter was leaking from the cheesecake pan. It was a whole scene, but it's supposed to keep the cheesecake intact to the bath, which mm-hmm. is essentially you put like a little bit of water in a baking pan. Not it baking also pan sort of slow cooks dish. it so it keeps form. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I was so, I was just thrown for a loop when I saw the bath thing, but Google images, I got the, the deal. The, yeah. I respect anyone who makes a cheesecake. Yeah, it was good though. I, you know, the Greek yogurt, I think it worked perfectly in lieu of cheese, cream cheese. It's like how you're supposed to put applesauce instead of oil in cookies and cakes. Mm-hmm. Does that work? Ish. <laughs> Ish isn't good enough for no, cookies. No, it's not good enough mm-hmm. in my opinion. <laughs> Do you have a favorite Thanksgiving dessert? I grew up in New England and there were always these Italian bakeries. And so we would get this ricotta pie. Oh, mm. and that was just, it's one of those things. There's, there's two sort of desserts back East that I still fantasize about and I have to figure out how to get my hands on. One is this ricotta pie from this bakery in Gloucester, Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. That was just it. I, I went back like three years ago and got it. and It was just as good. Uh, so shout out to Gloucester, Massachusetts nice. bakeries. Um, and then there's this in Newburyport, Massachusetts, there's a bakery called Tendercrop Farm and they used to make this pecan pie mm. that was just the definition it's really big it's heavy it's hearty the crust is not like a store-bought crust like it's a thick crust mm. and then just it was thick mm. it's just the perfect i was never a pecan pie person and this changed my life yeah and so i still think about what that. was different about that pie i think because it, the nut ratio it was more it was more filling okay and the nuts were just on top there like they go. floated right up to the top mm-hmm. so it was like substantial it just felt special yeah, it felt like a holiday yeah, pe- pecan pies can be a little tricky mm-hmm. because that nut ratio is. Yeah, I don't want a tart. I don't want a. I don't want like a pecan Linzer tort sort of situation. Right. I want it to. I want that middle. Yeah. Yeah. That goo, which I don't want to know what the goo is, but I just it's delicious. <laughs> it's delicious. <laughs> I always need to have pumpkin pie on Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. There was one dark year when I first moved to Los Angeles, and I was really craving something seasonal, and it was so warm. I'll never forget the day that I bought a Ralph's pumpkin pie and I ate the whole damn thing by myself in my apartment alone. Did you eat the crust too or just with a spoon? Oh, just like, it was with a fork, the crust too, yeah. No, the crust to me is incredibly important. The thing about pumpkin pies to me is you can't mess them up. I've never had a pumpkin pie I didn't like. Mm -hmm. Even when they're bad, they're still good enough. Mm -hmm. That's my opinion. I don't think, I don't, I've never had a pumpkin pie where I'm like, I can't have another bite of this. Yeah. No, I'll finish the whole thing off single-handedly. Yeah. How about you, Jillian? Um, 
It's just like I said earlier, my mom's Oreo pie. I, I think it's just out of a box, but it's really good. I, I just enjoy it. Um, is, it like, is it like crumbled in? Is it a cream, like a, like a, a chocolate cream pie sort it's, of situation? It's like a creamy, it's, how do I, I don't know how to describe it, but it's always served cold. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's just like a creamy or- Oreo mixture. It's like Cool Whip base. Yeah, I think something like that. Um, and just, I guess, yeah, I'm, I'm impartial to a pumpkin pie as well. I'm not really a dessert person, to be quite honest. I'm all on that savory train. So I love the hors d'oeuvres that my mom um, used to serve. So the whole, like, kitty, you know, foods prior to a meal, like mozzarella stick she'll mm-hmm, make. Mm-hmm. She'll make baked clams. Um, all the the chips and the salsas and the guac. It's like anything goes. Just cozy little finger foods. And then, you know, the main baked pota- choice baked potato. And then when it comes to desserts, I'm like, eh, I'll have a few bites of this. I really don't like desserts too much. But um, I like a good dessert every now and then. What about decorations for Thanksgiving? Because Halloween is tacky and gloriously so. <laughs> Is Thanksgiving just taking away all the spooky elements of your Halloween decorations and leaving the gourds? There's gourds. There's uh, runners, orange runners. <laughs> uh-huh. The runners are essential. Uh-huh. Yes. Keep my, your runners out. My mom always puts those fake leaves like on the fireplace. Does she? Yeah. Yeah. So she, I'll have to post a picture on Instagram, but she shared a picture. It's like all fall leaves and little scarecrows. And she said, fall on Long Island. And it's cute. Yeah. I think I need to transition into getting like just less Halloween stuff and more autumnal, like generic, mm-hmm. so I can keep some stuff out because pretty much there's just something about Halloween decorations the day after it needs to go. go I don't, I don't want to see any of this Get stuff November mm-hmm. 1st. Yeah, yeah. What, about, what about you? Do you decorate your apartment? I mean, I'll have the Halloween decorations out, then take it all down and then keep the sort of, you know, that's mm-hmm. a pumpkin. Yeah. It's not a jack-o'-lantern or it's a pumpkin. Okay, that can stay. I tried to get a, bales of hay are hard to find oh. out here because I was going to have people over. I did have people over, but I wanted to like put a bale of hay outside and a bunch of pumpkins. Oh, That's so cute. But that apparently cute. I missed the window because now it's already, this is the trick. This is why I think Thanksgiving's maligned. It falls between the two decorating yeah. holidays. So, like, you can't even get a bale of hay anymore. I missed the, I missed the window. Yeah. And, like, so That's Thanksgiving sort of gets the shrift. I remember when you're a kid, you make those turkeys with your hand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what I think of as Thanksgiving decorations. Mm-hmm. Yep. You sort of cut your hand out on paper and then you put a bunch of different colors or feathers on it. That was a big hit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and just put them on the fridge. Mm-hmm. Yep. I've never gotten fully into the idea of getting exclusively Thanksgiving decorations. That feels like too much labor to me. Gourds. Yeah, just stuff I can have out for the entire fall season mm-hmm. is uh-huh. good. I don't want to get a gigantic sign that says, be thankful. You know, <laughs> yeah. I don't give either. thanks. <laughs> yeah. I'll remember. I don't need that sign. Yeah, we're plenty thankful. Or like a turkey. I would like a cornucopia. Those are nice. Yeah. They seem messy to me. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> I just want one. Mm-hmm. Just to have it. <laughs> Someone gift me a cornucopia. <laughs> I won't buy it myself. But I will accept it as a gift. A horn of plenty. Exactly. (laughs) Don't we all need horns of plenty? We do. What Um, other recipes did you guys grow up with, though, I would like to know? For Thanksgiving? Yeah, like what are things you equate with Thanksgiving like that you just couldn't get enough of? Definitely the green bean casserole. Mm -hmm. That's that's the one thing that I would help my mom make. 
And so that's the that's the when I had a Thanksgiving here just with friends last mm-hmm. year, and that was what I brought. And then I realized people don't like casseroles. And everyone was so mean about casseroles, I don't, they, and I they, felt so I bad about bringing casseroles. They made fun of you? No, no, no. They weren't that mean about it, but everyone was expressing disdain for casseroles hmm. in general. And hmm. I love a brown casserole that looks like it's from 1953. Yeah. Like, I just... it's It tastes good. I don't know. I, I think I think the key factor is, like, do you like cream of mushroom soup? Mm-hmm. And if you do, <laughs> You're green sad. bean casserole is... Is all for you, but I think a lot of people don't like creamy stuff like that. Well, what's, and, a, what's in a casserole or in drip? I really don't, and I don't think I've ever really. Well, a green bean casserole is mostly cream of mushroom soup, green beans, okay. and um, French onions. And those French onions are really the kicker. Yeah, but like mm. it's, it, I think what gets people is imagining the fact that they're just eating a lot of creamy soup. Uh huh. But again. That's to me a failure of imagination. Stop imagining what it was, and accept for it for what it is. Mm-hmm. It's no longer a soup; it is a casserole. But technically, mac and cheese is a casserole, right? Oh, that's so anything like sort of they, they usually have a dairy base. Mm-hmm. So like a mac and cheese or mac and cheese mm-hmm. and tuna with some, you know, peas. That's mm-hmm. a casserole. Throw some potato chips on top. Yeah. Like I remember, I grew up watching that Elvira movie. This is falling between Halloween and Thanksgiving. But in the movie, she makes a casserole. Mm-hmm. And I just thought that was like the classiest thing. I was like, oh, I, look, Elvira's making a casserole. I'm going to make a casserole for all my friends. So whether it's like hamburger helper, oh, just wow. replace the meat with to- tofu. Oh. Yeah. And then, yeah or or like true. a baked ziti is a casserole. Ground beef is really easy to make vegan, actually, because mm-hmm. there's good ground beef substitute. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You get the same texture even. Yeah. Another recipe that I always look forward to for Thanksgiving is which is pretty Polish, is sauerkraut and noodles. Mm-hmm. And that's just what, what it sounds like. It is <laughs> bow tie, pasta, and sauerkraut and, and, and butter oh, I've never all had mixed that. together with some pepper. And it's very simple, but it's a, the sauerkraut is nice and, and uh, sour and tangy. It, the balance with the noodle mm-hmm. makes it a little fuller. It's, it's a nice. treat. It's good. It's very simple, though. Thinking of... The baked clams my mom makes. I want to know about the stuffed lobster. Yeah, let's pull Sorry, it out. Let's pull it. I haven't done it because like lobster just seems so intimidating. It's like it's like the cream cheese. You have to really commit to having the lobster in your house. I know it just sounds good. All right, so this we have two and a half pound lobsters, fresh herbs, mm-hmm. your herbs are your cho- choice, butter and onion, lemon zest, scallions, and oh yeah, Ritz crackers. The trick to any stuffed. I, I'm actually really, really interested in how you have oh. the stuffed clams. The Trick to any seafood stuffing is Ritz crackers. Wow. Covered in butter. And just My mind's blown. Mush them up together, and then that's your, that's your seafood stuffing. Mm. Um, this, you just cook the lobsters in a pan. No, place the lobsters in a pan and chill in the freezer. Oh, mm. <laughs> no. We all place one layer of river rocks in the bottom of a wide pot and fill with... <laughs> See, this what? is why wow. I haven't made the stuffed what lobsters. Is, what are the like, river rocks for? You have to go to the river, I imagine, pull out some rocks. I like that. Go to the, go to the LA River, neat. pull out some rocks. <laughs> oh, jeez. Bring to a boil over high Boys heat. people. Spread herbs across the rocks, then quickly place the lobsters on top. Cover and cook for two to three minutes. Remove and place in an ice bath to halt cooking. It's a lot of work. You need, you need counter space for That's a lot of lobsters. pans. Mm-hmm. Is that yeah, Martha's you, recipe? No, this is just from the Food Network. Okay. Lay paper towels across a cutting board. Bring one lobster to the board. <laughs> Don't bring both one at a time. <laughs> <One> is- <laughs> 
Uh, using your chef's knife, cut the lobster straight down the center, head to tail. Remove the tamale and discard. Remove the legs and claws. And using a rolling pin, roll over legs to extract the meat. This sounds brutal. It yeah. does sound <laughs> brutal. But, you know, the end result's tasty. Yeah, so then you chop up the meat. I guess you take that meat, make a stuffing out of that. And then put it all back in the oven and bake it. Cool. And I'm sure it's delicious. But I'm it's sure it is. I bet it is. The process, you really earn the, yeah. you right. earn the acclaim. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is why most of my meals are just me popping in a tofurkey sausage into the microwave. Yeah. and Brilliant. Dinner. Mm-hmm. Mashed but potatoes. That sounds, that sounds great. Just mash them and there you go. Eat it. Yeah. Right out of the pan you mashed it in. Pretty simple. I like a one pot. That's why I love a casserole because just yeah, it's, it's all easy. there. It's all there. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I don't I think, have to worry about I think it. Maybe my laziness about cleaning is, and I'm not. I'm, I'm a clean person, but like mm-hmm. doing all those dishes is intimidating. I don't want to do that. So I think I'd cook more if I had like if someone would just be dedicated to cleaning my dishes while. And I don't have a dishwasher. That's another barrier. Yeah. So yeah, I don't either. This is interesting be though because it gets gets into the psychology of the cooking. Yeah. I don't like other people. I like people to sit and watch, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but I don't want help. I hate when people... Because like, not even with dishes. I will do the dishes as I go. Yeah. Because in my head, it's like, okay, now is the time to cook. So it's like all... And you know, when once something's going, it's like, okay, the onions are ready and then this is boiling. And so you have to like mm-hmm. sort of... It's right. like once it happens, it all happens. It's like you're on a roller coaster. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're surfing. It's just like, okay, cool. You're, it's the time. So like cooking's like that. Like, whereas, you know, if I know what's happening and what's ready, then great. Do it, do it, do it. But and if then, someone's helping, it might mess that up. Yeah. It's part of being a host. You want to yeah, here. Wanna have host. Some, just have some more wine. Sit yeah, I'm here right. to relax. Sounds good to it. me. I'll, mm-hmm. I'll gladly sit and drink wine. <laughs> yeah, I like that. I like yeah. to just because then it's company. Like I also like to have just people over to like watch me watch TV. Like I enjoy <laughs> that. Maybe it's because I'm an only child and I just have like you know things on my terms. Yeah. So cooking's like the best for that though because I can like oh look we mm-hmm. all love this delicious <laughs> but I can also have that like control moment where right. I got it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you, there, you've hosted, you've hosted friends, you've done Thanksgiving yourself. No, no, not personally. Okay. For the, for that Friendsgiving, uh-huh. it w- I went to another friend's okay. place for that, um, which was great. It was, it, it was a fun time. It was a little later than I'm typically used to eating, but I don't even think they eat that late typically. Yeah. Cause it, like we had dinner like actually at seven. Mm-hmm. Um, but that, I think that was cause everyone was from out of town and they got a late start. I don't think that was usually when they eat, but yeah. So no, I've never hosted myself Thanksgiving. You have such a great house for hosting. Yeah. Well, there's nowhere to sit is the problem because I'd have to like, I guess I could bring a table out into this room yeah. and like make it happen. But the, my kitchen listeners only has this like breakfast nook. So they even just have like the table set up for you in the kitchen. So there's no, no space even to put my own table in. Did you guys have kids tables growing up? Yes. Yeah. yeah. And my mom would give us that apple cider, like fake champagne. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. And then me and my cousins would be like, oh, we're drunk. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was always a big thrill to get that apple, apple cider champagne. We'd be like, oh, you know, we're living large now. A lush in um, training. Yeah. But we, I actually really loved the kids table. It was really fun. You get served first. And it's a free-for-all. But now I'm at that adult table. Yeah, it's weird. I feel like a lot of people talk about graduating from the kiddie table to the adult table mm-hmm. and as wanting to. But I think I think I would have liked to just stay <laughs> yeah. away. Like it, it, the conversation was always more interesting. Talk about yeah. video games. <laughs> mm-hmm. But then I guess as an adult, you don't want to talk about that crap anymore. So. Yeah, I'm happy to talk about video games though. I don't <laughs> yeah. play; I get too anxious. But yeah, 
cartoons. It's, <laughs> do things get contentious at your dinner table at Thanksgiving? Do you ever talk about? We, I think y'all, y'all have like, like you know, like politics. Does that oh, come okay. into it at all? Or no, not for me either. But I think that's because mostly I have like a family of friends. Mm-hmm. So like we all sort of choose to be, especially as we get older. Mm-hmm. There's not attitude as far as like one-upmanship or any of that it's just like we all love each other a lot right which yeah. is nice um yeah. and politics like yeah no uh oh, nowadays it's <laughs> it's tough all, I, yeah i think we're all like-minded in my family and mm-hmm. so Great. there's not any sort of you know debate negotiation mm-hmm. yeah. yeah i think when you're at thanksgiving a lot of the conversation centers around the food right feel just talking about the food and <laughs> so it's easy to avoid any landmine topics, I guess. And just go for a walk to burn off the food and eat, yeah. eat again. And there's wine. I just, if I ever feel like there's going to be a stressful moment or incident, I'm just, I have my wine, I have my food, I know I'll be okay. But there were all those, you know, people saying last year during the election, you know, oh, you know, go to, well, I guess it was after the election, but, you know, go to Thanksgiving and really, you know, talk about XYZ issue with your family and bring it up and... And be a stick in the mud about whatever, and it's like okay, <laughs> Storm out. but I none of, no one in my family disagrees with me, so there's no point in me. And then you see people saying like, yes, I had to, you know, we got into a huge fight because I said this, and I guess I'm just really lucky. I don't have that situation. Mm-hmm. That yeah, happens. we're lucky. Yeah. I have friends who got into big rows and screaming right. and didn't go home or did, and you know, it was awful. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't have that experience. No. Yeah, and also I feel like you know you're if you have that old racist uncle i just don't see like it's kind of like on the internet where you're trying to argue with someone it's like they're not going to magically be like oh i agree with you same same concept when you go home like maybe perhaps if someone's on the fence but i don't see the point in just getting it into into someone who's just always going to be the same a-hole they always were yeah and that's (laughs) but that goes into a larger issue too like you're not going to if you're going to influence change or be changed, it's going to happen one-on-one, mm-hmm. right? It's going to happen in a conversation with oh, another yeah. person. It's not going to happen at a group of 12 ganging up on or turning right. on something. Oh, like yeah. It's just going to, people are going to feel cornered and then they just become more, they stick to their point oh, even harder. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. So like if, I mean, I've had great conversations with people I grew up with and it's like, oh, cool. We all see each other's point of view, especially this, or they didn't realize how bad things could get mm-hmm. lately. And they're like, oh, wow, we really need to talk about this and take care of each other. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. Great. Mm-hmm. But you don't have those in a group. Like you're not going to have that conversation at your high school reunion or at Thanksgiving oh, yeah. dinner. Or alcohol's flowing. That's just not yeah, no. a good combination. No, so talk a, about the stuffing. It's mm-hmm. a recipe for disaster. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, any final thoughts on, on the Thanksgiving holiday? You can't have too much food. No. Oh, and I'm so Cook impressed with all the recipes. Yeah, thank like, you. Truly, this is awesome. truly impressed. We didn't even dent. We didn't even dent them. Are there any uh, other recipes you want to discuss really quickly? I mean, as long as you've got the potatoes and the turkey and the stuffing and yeah, the, the green beans, balls, anything the lobsters. else is just fun. Anything else is just a party. Like I have a chicken parmesan recipe here. Mm-hmm. Roast winter squash. Oh. I do like a butternut squash. They're, I love squash. They're they're difficult to negotiate as well. Yeah. You need to have a good knife. Yeah. I love I, I love squash, but like I don't like it when kind of to Jillian's point, sometimes some, sometimes I get like sugary. Mm-hmm. And then I'll I, I I guess I'm speaking from an experience I had recently with a Trader Joe's frozen. Mm-hmm. Parmesan uh, squash. Mm-hmm. It was aggressively sweet. It was aggressively sweet. I don't know what they put in it, but it uh, it was crazy sweet. Because I don't think squash is naturally that. 
Sweet. It can be. Uh, usually people, it's like, you know, I think the go-to for any vegetable is to, and this is probably a very American thing, is just to put, you know, brown sugar and, like, look at what sweet potatoes are, you know. Exactly, yeah, yeah. I think ex- that's exactly what happened, but then they put a bunch of cheese on it as so, well. Yeah, so just, they sweeten it like a sweet potato and then they cover it in cheese. Right, and then I, I, I expected something, <laughs> no, it was awful. I expected something more like a marinara, like mm-hmm. an actual, mm-hmm. like an eggplant parmesan. Yeah. Anyway, I'm still traumatized from that. It's I don't I finish anything you put in. I'm not a picky eater, but I had to throw that away. Yeah. I like there's a, this is a sweet sauce, but it's great. Um you can use it on carrots or you could use it on I usually do it with a roasted Brussels sprout. Mm. You take some brown sugar and orange juice and then some Dijon mustard. Mm. And you mix it up and then just put it over your roast vegetables. And it's like a sweet, what is the word? Like a, it's a sweet sauce. Mm-hmm. But it also, you use it with vegetables that are traditionally not sweet. Sounds good. So yeah. it balances it. Mm-hmm. And that, that's something like I brought that to a Friendsgivings and they just go like that. That's, that's the test. If, mm-hmm. it, if it disappears, you yeah. know it's good. Oh, yeah. Hmm. So um, many, learn so many new things. <laughs> Yeah, be a, be a I'm, I'm so year. glad you're here because you have yeah. so much more cooking expertise than I know. <laughs> I think I'll ever have in my life. Ish, but not obviously not with there's there's gaps, lobsters and cream cheese. I gotta, mm-hmm. I gotta. I think this is the year that you I try it. The river and rocks. Then we, can, we can post the we can post the photos. Yeah, just yeah. just make sure if you get if you're getting them from the LA River to take the syringes out yeah. before you put the river rocks in your in your bowl. Soak them in the bathtub bowl. first. <laughs> Whatever you're putting it in. I have no idea what I'm talking about. <laughs> Which brings us to celebrities that calm us. I will never, I'll never find. I think a, you need to explain the sound. That's an yeah. Owl. Every yeah, time, if I have to explain the sound every time, then it's not a good choice. You're still you know, finding it. Who like celebrities that calm us? Who who? See now it makes. Sense. <laughs> yeah, because it went right over. <laughs> who who we talk about? I mean, I like it a lot. Yeah, but um, once, once it's explained, it makes sense. What we discuss on celebrities that call us. I would like to bring in um, a celebrity this week who specifically has a Thanksgiving movie, Home for the Holidays. There aren't that many. Mm-hmm. It's, it's the best one, and it's the best one. There aren't. I don't think there are enough Thanksgiving movies. And so Holly Hunter is a celebrity that Aww. calms me because mm. really, when I was looking at that movie and I was looking at Holly Hunter. And I was like, every time I hear her voice, I'm comforted. She's mm-hmm. a very distinct voice. Mm-hmm. You know, she was the mom in The Incredibles. Recently, she was in The Big Sick, which is an extremely cozy movie. Mm-hmm. And she's really funny in it. She and is. And so I feel like Thanksgiving episode, have to call out Holly Hunter as being an incredibly cozy celebrity. That's a good one. And that's the best movie. It is. And, and she's the best. And she's so tiny. She's compact but and But a force to calm. be reckoned with. Good yes. point. Mm-hmm. Well, she's not calm, but she makes me feel calm. She's so capable. Mm-hmm. I know she has business handled. I can sit back when yep. she's around. Um, mine is Mark Duplass. Oh. Because for some reason, whenever he comes on screen, he I just find him cozy. Like I was watching the Unabomber, which is not cozy. <laughs> <laughs> but when he, he was playing um, Ted Kaczynski's brother, and... It, it took the whole, you know, obviously horrible situation. The Unabomber made it kind of, <laughs> made it close. You felt safe. Yeah. And then he, I know he's starring in that movie 
Creep, where that had to come out and it's a horror movie and it's getting great reviews. And he's supposed to be the villain or, you know, like, I guess, creepy guy. But I can't take it seriously because he just seems like a cozy, nice guy. He's like the quintessential nice guy, it seems. So I I don't know why he is particularly cozy to me, but he just, just has a cozy vibe. He's always in sweaters, I feel like, which is mm-hmm. cozy wear. See, he reads as dangerously cozy to me, like deceptively cozy. Like he seems cozy, but then there's a switcheroo that happens and all of a sudden he's murdering you. I think of, what is that movie that he was in that was a horror movie? I was just mentioning Creep. Creep. Oh, Creep. Sorry, I was texting. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, so that movie. That's a switcheroo. He's cozy and then he's not. But I was saying like I couldn't take it seriously. Because he's always the cozy guy pretty much in any movie that he's in, except for some of the TV roles he has, that like sports show that he's in. Yeah. Um, but it, it, it's actually really funny, even if you don't understand. It's called the, it's called the League. Okay. Which I find funny, even though I don't get some of the sports references. But I don't know. He just comes across cozy to me. Okay. Mm-hmm. Jeff, who's your celebrity that calms you? Uh, now and forever, Renee Zellweger, mm. Bridget mm. Jones, she's a good one. Bridget Jones, but like also White Oleander, like she's just fragile, and you just want to like sit and like have a talk over coffee and like share your grievances and and assure each other it's all going to be okay. She she projects that to me. Yeah, I saw her. Oh, go. No, go ahead. I saw her have an interview. I don't know. What, maybe it was Chelsea Handler. I don't know. But she, her voice always stayed at the same pitch. Mm-hmm. She's very level. Mm-hmm. And she comes across when she's just, I guess, herself and not playing a role. Yeah. She does seem very down to earth. I think there's level. sort of like a sadness there, too, that I just want to sort of like is. be like, it's going to be okay. Let's hold hands and talk it out. Mm-hmm. It's like she's, she's so seen a long road or something. Yeah, like you know she has good blankets on her couch. Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely. Mm-hmm. I always, when I think of her, I think of her pulling the um, the sleeves of her sweater up mm-hmm. into her hand in a mm-hmm. cozy way. Yeah. Maybe because Bridget Jones does that. Bridget does it. Like, yeah, there's things that come through in her movies. Did she do a holiday movie? Uh, I'm sure it's Bridget Jones is kind of Christmas. Yeah, I, I, I associate Bridget one Jones. Th- one one. true thing. The movie with Meryl Streep, they, have, they do the holidays. They do, they do the whole gamut of holidays mm. in that movie. Do they, I haven't seen that. Do they do Halloween, too? They do Halloween. Oh, that's on my list. And then they, they go into Christmas and Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Interesting. It's very sad. Very sad. There are a lot of gaps in my Meryl Streep education. Really? Yeah. I try. I tried to fill a few of them. I finally saw Postcards from the Edge. Oh, that's a good one. Once Carrie Fisher died. Mm-hmm. And that was amazing. Mm-hmm. I, I was so mad that I hadn't seen it until that point. Like, yeah. I wish I had seen it when Carrie Fisher was still alive so I could really appreciate what she had done. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, like, I guess I would have, if I would have seen her, I would have said something. But yeah, and then there's that. And then there was another one that I recently... Oh, God. What was the one that was the Nora Ephraim? Heartburn. Heartburn. I love Heartburn. Oh, I hate Heartburn. You really do? I do. I couldn't. The, the last scene on the plane was just, I don't know. I couldn't. Don't get me started on Heartburn. <laughs> <laughs> but Renee Zellweger. I haven't cozy. watched the historical fiction. Meryl does a lot of historical fiction. Yeah, I haven't mm. seen Florence Foster Jenkins. I haven't yet. seen I that. I haven't either. I haven't, heard, I haven't heard great things. I haven't seen Iron Lady. Iron Lady no. I enjoyed. And so I guess it's time to review our candle that we've been burning. Mm. Um, I finally got smart and burned a votive because what keeps happening, dear listener, is that I buy a new gigantic candle for this podcast and then I'll never finish it. Yeah. You know, it's wasteful. 
I'm, I'm not going to throw it away, but I'll, I have I, I have like a backlog of candles now. This must be the life of a candle reviewer. It makes me think of every professional candle reviewer on YouTube. They oh, must just have so God. many candles. See, I think it's twenty four seven lifestyle. Like you they, think so? Yeah, I think that once they once they review Don't the candle, you it's worry, going. Though, like mm. what's going in your body when you're burning a scented candle? I worry about that. Sometimes. I worry about it a lot actually. With all like the pumpkin, <laughs> I brought a yeah. pumpkin candle today, but it does make me worry. What's being released in the air? <laughs> you know, I worry about that. But maybe I I, I hope it's totally harmless. If it's not, then my fate is sealed anyway. So I'm just going to keep yeah. living this lifestyle. Yeah. But anyway, so we are burning today uh, a Yankee candle autumn called Autumn Gathering. Mm. And this is the, the notes on the website about this fragrance are that it's a warm mix of fading sun and crisp days with harvest fruit, uh, patchouli, and sandalwood. And so we're supposed to be smelling apple, pear, rose... Uh, patchouli and sandalwood. I, I smell the rose. I don't smell any of it. And maybe I, this this whole experience has taught me that I have sinus issues. <laughs> yeah, I, can, I think so. I can this smell anything. I feel, like, I feel like this one's pretty strong. I like this one a lot. It's very fragrant. It's, it's soft. a Sunday afternoon. Yeah. I want to take a nap. It's mm. really calming mm-hmm. and comforting. I, I I really love this smell. This is autumn I, gathering. Autumn gathering. I think they're generic autumn scents. Are generally speaking very nice. Autumn wreath is wonderful. Right. They have. Do you get the catalog? Yes. The catalog scratch and sniff. Have you I get so this? mad when they don't send me the catalog mm-hmm. because I feel like I've given them my email a million times. They're <laughs> so the one company where I'm like, please send me all of your ads. <laughs> I can't give them my email address enough, and they keep forgetting to send stuff occasionally. Aww. But they've got their hands full over Yankee Candle. I yeah, guess, you know. I'm sure they do. But yeah, so this is, I, I like it. I think even though Jillian can't smell it. I trust your guys' judgment. You so. can't smell it at all. No, it Be makes close. me concerned. Put, put your face in it. <laughs> Be careful, though. I'm worried put about your you. hair back. Um, a little bit. <laughs> I'm worried. What, do you, what notes are you getting? I think the rose, too. I don't smell the patchouli. Yeah, I'm not getting the patchouli really at all. Are you? No, but I, it, it's underneath. Yeah, it's, it's really a floral scent. It's floral, but it still feels. Uh, it's still, floral. It's got the. It's got the autumn notes. Yeah. It it smells like an ideal apple orchard situation. Yes. And not a real apple. There's no manure smell that no. you get from the real thing. And you have to be careful with the floral though, because it's very. It's a very mm-hmm. delicate balance between yes. like a nice autumn floral and grandma's house. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I was about to say that's very well said. Mm-hmm. So for reviewing the candles, we all have a wick rating. So out of three wicks. I, I'm gonna give this one a wick. I'll give it a wick just because it seems like it's don't a feel hit. pressure to. No, if you don't feel I, like... I, it's not fair to give not to give it a wick because I can't really smell it. So it wouldn't be we're fair. gonna flush your sinuses between episodes. So. Make sure we clear those. Yes. We, anyway, sure, sure. we need your nose. Yeah, it's compromised. Um, so a wick is. I'll give it a wick. I absolutely give it a wick. Three wicks up. I love for it for Autumn Gathering by Yankee Candle. You know, Yankee gets a lot of hate. It does. It does. It does. It does. Why? It's not cool to like Yankee it's not Candle cool anymore. To like it, you know. Oh, okay. It's not a fancy candle. I don't spend fifty dollars. Well, you can actually. You if can. You're not good about it. But <laughs> you, they have a lot of coupons. Just be smart about buying Yankee. Yeah, candle. the thing about the email, like this is if if we impart nothing else today. If you sign up for the emails, all of a sudden you get an email one day. It's like a Tuesday, and they're like, "Guess what? Buy one get one free." Yeah, and there's like, oh, never in your life pay full price for Yankee Candle. You're doing life wrong. If you're paying $25 for a candle from Yankee, that's ridiculous. (laughs) 
they have a lot of coupons. You can always get like a like, just do like a uh, they'll do like a ten dollar out of like twenty dollar mm-hmm. like a twenty dollar purchase. Like you usually pay fifty percent of what the list price is. I've never paid more than. Have that. you been to the store? Oh, I've, yeah, I've been to their flagship store, <laughs> and that? I just danced around the shelves. Um, that is in they have two. There's one in Deerfield, um, Virginia, I think, and then there's a I think the the main one is um, oh my god, I forget the location. Where do you know where it is? No. There's another one that's that's a little further north. I want to say it's in Massachusetts, but that's like the main main one, and they have another one in Virginia. I w- I went to the Virginia one when I was going to Colonial Williamsburg. Fun. <laughs> another cozy event. Um, there's one here in Woodland Hills. It's a bit of a it's a bit of a drive. Well, in California, there's a drought of Yankee Candle. There's a drought mm-hmm. of water and there's a drought of Yankee Candle stores. Mm-hmm. You, have to, you have to go up Deep Valley. There used to be one that was in Pasadena. They closed it, mm-hmm. so you have to go pretty far for Yankee Candle store, which is why I used to go for the Bony Bunch release parties, but now I have to go to buy those online. It's mm-hmm. much easier to buy them online, frankly. But it was nice getting to see people, and although I always felt like I stuck out like a store thumb, like a a 20-something man in a, in a store that's completely populated by middle-aged women. That's great, though. It is great. Yeah. It, made me, it, made me, it made me feel like people were like, what are you doing here, you creep? Yeah. <laughs> Yankee Candles are for us. But <laughs> um, no, everyone's super friendly. I don't, it, it's my own insecurity. Let that go. It's, it's the, again, it's, it, really what was happening was it was the judgment of other people who have their own opinion about Yankee Candle, mm-hmm. who, who are... Who, think it's lame, but it's not lame. It's great. I love Yankee Candle. Autumn Gathering, Three Wicks. Yep. And on that furious note, that concludes our wonderful Thanksgiving episode. Yeah, thank you, thank Jeff, you for so joining much. us. Thank it's you, so guys. Nice. Gobble, gobble. And the pie and it's everything wonderful. is so great. Um, Makes me hungry. Where can people find you if they, if they want to hit you up for the more recipe details? I guess Twitter, Jeffrey GMM. That's, that's where to find me. That's where I found you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Twitter then, friends become real life friends too. It's honestly, that's like True. the one I, I hate Twitter now. I can't yeah, stand it. It me makes too. me angry, but it's the only social media app that I've ever used that actually translates into real life friends mm-hmm. consistently. Cause it's so much about we were worldview and like, right. It's like a real, it's sort of a, an intimacy in a weird way. Yeah. And like all of a sudden it's like, oh yeah, we hang out. You sort of hang out in real life and then it's like, oh look, new friends. Yeah. You know, this is the power of All Things Cozy, which is I was feeling really negative about Twitter this morning because of some, I don't know, it's always some fresh new bad opinion that <laughs> pops into my feed. But now I feel really good about it. Thank you, Jeff. Yeah, there's there's pros and cons to everything. Yes. It's how you use it. Mm-hmm. You can find us on Facebook at All Things Cozy. And then Instagram, All Things Cozy Podcast. And yeah, and please rate us on iTunes. Like and, and subscribe. Tips. I don't want to say like, that's a YouTube thing. Yeah, there's no subscribing <laughs> to us, but... Rate and review, I guess, would be the podcast version of that on Apple Podcasts. Mm-hmm. You can't even say iTunes anymore. I didn't get a memo. You know, I'm a podcaster. I should get an email. They should say, call us Apple Podcasts. But all the networks are doing that. They get memos. They don't care about the little guy. I guess not. We're an independent organization, which is why it's even more important to review us on iTunes favorably. Favorably. Well, I don't want to... <laughs> If someone has a negative thought... They Keep can. it to yourself. <laughs> I don't want to censor anyone. But. I'm not getting paid for this. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> it was wonderful to have you. Thank you so much. Yes, it's great. Thank you. Um, and for all of you, happy Thanksgiving. Yeah, thank you. And stay cozy.